Welcome to the About Perception podcast from the Garrity Group Public Relations. This is Tom Garrity. This episode is focusing on those who stand the watch, uh, trust of police officers, and what our community can do to get a better understanding of this important profession. The 2016 Garrity Perception Survey of New Mexico residents, commissioned by the Garrity Group and conducted by research and polling, recently measured perceptions of New Mexico residents about the trust of police officers. The survey results that we'll talk about today have a 95% level of confidence. Generally, New Mexico residents trust police officers, but it hasn't always been that way. In 2014, according to the Garrity Perception Survey, only 39% of residents trusted police officers. According to the 2016 Perception Survey, 52% of residents trust police officers, an increase of 13% over the last two years. Now, given how the law enforcement profession was perceived in our state, a result of some very high-profile incidents, and to see a 13% increase over two years is really nothing short of impressive. Today's podcast, uh, we're coming to you from Krispy Kreme, uh, located in the Northeast Heights. Well, joining me today is someone who wears a lot of hats uh, very well, including community leader, real estate financier, and a barbecue aficionado. But most of us know him as the Vice President of Business Development and Marketing for the Frost Mortgage Banking Group. I'd like to introduce and welcome to the microphone, Greg Frost, Jr. Greg, welcome. Thank you very much, Tom. It's always a pleasure to be with you and to discuss the important topics affecting our community, and especially law enforcement. Absolutely. Well, first off, before we get into the topic of the day, tell me a little bit about yourself and about your company. Sure. So uh, just to recap, I'm Greg Frost, Jr., Vice President of Business Development and Marketing for Frost Mortgage Banking Group here in New Mexico. We're a locally owned and operated company. Been around for over 23 years. It was founded by my dad, Greg Frost, Sr., many, many moons ago. He's still uh, very involved in the organization, and over the past couple of years, uh, we've actually expanded Frost Mortgage into multiple states and have a couple hundred mouths to feed. Wow. Well, congratulations on your success. So you're a true like economic-based kind of de- job or uh, company, right? Absolutely. Housing is the economy, and housing is our life. So you have a passion about serving and showing appreciation for law enforcement. Tell me what you do that drives that particular passion. So the, the passion stems from when I was living in the South. I was fortunate enough to, to meet a man who's unfortunately passed away uh, the last couple of years. But uh, he would have an event once a year for, for law enforcement and first responders. He lived in Arkansas. And he had a giant barn with smokers as far as the eye could see. And once a year, he would bring law enforcement professionals, first responders, and all their families to his farm. And he would feed them an enormous amount of food. Enormous. And when I say enormous, I mean everybody had their own chicken. Everyone had their own rack of ribs on their plate. Everyone had a giant pile of beans. And the appreciation that I saw from them and the community involvement on behalf of him and his endeavors really inspired me. Uh, you know, these, these people, they, they go out there every day and they do things that uh, none of us are willing to do or would like to do, risk, risk their lives, uh, you know, have to have somebody's life hanging on the, in the balance in their arms and in some cases rush into fires, you, you name it. It's, a, it's very tough and it's a very selfless act. And I wanted to bring that kind of philosophy and appreciation back to New Mexico when I moved back here about six years ago. 
And we started doing it. I have, I have a, a passion for barbecue, as you mentioned. I've competed in competitions around the country. And we started this out in the parking lot at the original Frost Mortgage at 2051 Wyoming Boulevard with just a little tent and a six-foot smoker. And it's gotten to the point now where we actually go to the individual precincts. So it went from five to ten law enforcement personnel or first responders showing up in the parking lot. Word got out, the food was pretty good. And uh, on average, we feed between 200, 300 uh, first responders on any given occasion that we're out there. That's and that's very impressive. Of course, when you say smokers, you're talking about barbecue smokers. That's right. And uh, that's pretty impressive. Um, I have some more questions. I want to quickly jump into a couple of the other results according to the 2016 Perception Survey. New Mexico residents who trust police officers more than others include Republicans, uh, those who are somewhat conservative, and those who live in eastern New Mexico. Uh, Conversely, those who tend not to trust the blue uh, or are cautious include those who are 18 to 34 of age, uh, those whose ethnicity is non-Anglo or non-Hispanic, moderates, independent voters, and those in the north-central part of New Mexico. So we, we, you know, as we take a look at the numbers, we see that, you know, obviously, if, you know, regardless of the profession, you always have people who are supporters and then those who probably are uh, really kind of unsure about what that profession is all about. Um, what do you think police officers can do uh, to build trust amongst some of those audiences that might not be quite so sure? That's a great question, and and as far as the statistics are concerned, I would surmise to you that if you're not breaking the law, chances are you probably trust law enforcement a little bit more than somebody that might be more apt to. I know the uh, between the ages of 18 and 35, uh, my parents always told me nothing good ever happened after midnight. So I know how I was at 18. I just turned 36. I'm in bed by 10 now, but. Right between 21 and 31, I was definitely out and certainly had, it was looking over my shoulder. Um, As far as as law enforcement um, involvement in the community and earning that trust, uh, I think the trust should be there without a doubt and it should be a given because when you dial 911, they will be there. They will show up. Indeed, they will. And I've called 911 before for my phone, have always had a fantastic uh, response. Not that I call 911 often, but, you know, I see something, I want to make sure it's reported. Um, What do you think the biggest misperception is that people have about law enforcement, and specifically police officers? I I would think that the the public misconception... stems from a lot of the media, and unfortunately, it's just the nature of the beast. Um, Their successes are not well known. Their misgivings and misfortunes in certain cases are, and those are the things that are reported on a pretty regular basis, a frequent basis. Now, whether it actually affects our community or what you see on the national news happening in other communities, I think they're lumped together as law enforcement as a whole and not necessarily the individual dynamic of the particular law enforcement agencies in the respective cities, townships, states, uh, things of that nature. It's it's a public perception that that's predicated on the sensationalism that's happening in the national media. Now, you've seen a couple different instances in the national media and here in our own town on Facebook and things like that with police officers stopping in the neighborhoods and playing basketball with kids and really getting involved. And quite honestly, if you're not breaking the law, you, you have nothing to worry about. They're, they're regular people just like 
you and me, they, they wake up, they put their pants on one leg at a time. The only difference is when they put their pants on, they're out there fighting crime and, and defending our interests. Absolutely. And I agree. The compassion and community connection, I think, is one of the things that a lot of folks just don't understand or see because they see the stories in the media and they think, okay, one size fits all. That's how everything is in life. And uh, we all need to ask questions. We all need to kind of find out things for ourselves. So what programs does the uh, Frost Mortgage Banking Group offer police officers and law enforcement? So one of the programs that uh was an idea, and it stemmed from a law enforcement appreciation uh, barbecues that we created. Um, we created a loan program called Zero for Heroes. And Zero for Heroes loan program, and you can actually see, I've got commercials running right now on TV and on the radio, um, where we waive our lender closing costs for our first responders. And that not only includes law enforcement personnel, it includes doctors, nurses, teachers, Etc. You know, people that really, really make a difference. That, that, in some circumstances, and in some cases, may, may not think that just based on their wages, given how many responsibilities they have on a daily basis, and how much money they're actually making to perform those duties and carry out those responsibilities, may not believe that they can move into a home. So our Zero for Heroes program is we waive lender closing costs, and our first responders and teachers, doctors, and nurses can move into their homes for as little as one hundred dollars which is a pretty unique loan program, and we can actually do that because we have uh, our own bonds on Wall Street, and uh, we are an actual banker. And where can people find out more information about this program? Sure. You can uh, go to www.frostmortgage.com and take a look at that. They can also give me a call at area code 505-292-7200, or you can watch Channel 4 throughout the course of the day. Or listen to Coyote 102.5, classic rock in the mornings, to learn more about it. Outstanding. Greg Frost, thank you so much. Now, I can't let you step away without picking your brain about, I mean, summer is upon us. Uh, We're doing this recording in the first part of April 2016. Um, Barbecue season is upon us. Of course, it always never goes away, but it's a little bit more appropriate this time of year. What tips, what two tips would you give the typical New Mexican? Okay, what tips would you give me to really make a fantastic brisket? A fantastic. Okay, so brisket is the Mount Everest of barbecue. You've got three different portions of the cow involved in, in this particular uh, scenario. Low and slow, and keep it hydrated. I, I like I like you know 10, 15 hours on the smoker. Keep it even at 225. And the second part of your smoking process, wrap that bad boy in some aluminum foil. Keep the juices in there. I like to spray a little apple juice in there just to keep it nice and moist, tender, and uh, I think you'll be pleased with the product. I, I tend to use applewood. I really enjoy it. If you can find it, use it. Cherry works just as well. Mesquite's a little overpowering. So if my neighbors have an apple tree and their branches are hanging over my side of the fence, and uh, how long should I let that wood cure if for some reason I decide to cut off neighbor relations at that point in time? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's getting hot. Leave it out in the sun for about a week and you should be fine. Call your neighbors first to uh, see if it's okay for you to cut down their apple tree. Otherwise, you'll understand how quickly law enforcement responds. (laughs) A very appropriate way to wrap up this conversation about the Perception Survey. Thank you so much for listening to the About Perception podcast on aboutperception.com. Bringing us to a close are the words of author Aldous Huxley. There are things that are known, things that are unknown, and in between are the doors of perception. Thanks for listening.